April of Diary of an Old Soul. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nastasia S. Diary of an Old Soul by George MacDonald. April. The first. Lord, I do choose the higher than my will. I would be handled by thy nursing arms after thy will not my infant alarms hurt me thou wilt but then more loving still if more can be in less in love's perfect zone my fancy shrinks from least of all thy harms but do thy will with me i am thine own the second some things wilt thou not one day turn to dreams some dreams wilt thou not one day turn to fact the thing that painful more than should be seems shall not thy sliding years with them retract shall fair realities not counteract the thing that was well dreamed of bliss and joy wilt thou not breathe thy life into the toy third i have had dreams of absolute delight beyond all walking bliss only of grass flowers wind a peak a limb of marble white they dwell with me like things half come to pass. True prophecies, when I with thee am right, if I pray, walking, for such a joy of sight, thou with the gold will not refuse the brass. The fourth, I think I shall not ever pray for such. Thy bliss will overflood my heart and brain, and I want no unripe things back again. Love ever fresher, lovelier than of old, how should it want its more exchange for much love will not backward sigh but forward strain on in the tale still telling never told the fifth what has been shall not only be but is the hues of dreamland strange and sweet and tender are but hint shadows of full many a splendor which the high parent love will yet unroll before his child's obedient humble soul ah me my god in thee lies every bliss whose shadows men go hunting wearily amiss the sixth now ere i sleep i wonder what i shall dream some sense of being utter new may come into my soul while i am blind and dumb with shapes and airs and scents which dark hours teem of other sorts than those that haunt the day hinting at precious things ages away in the long tale of us god to himself doth say the seventh late in a dream an unknown lady i saw stand on a tomb down she to me stepped thence they tell me quoth i thou art one of the dead and scarce believe for gladness that ye she said a strange auroral bliss an arctic awe, a new outworldlish joy awoke intense, to think I talked with one that verily was dead. The Eighth Thou dost demand our love, holy Lord Christ, and baitest nothing of thy modesty. Thou knowest no other way to bliss the highest than loving thee, the loving perfectly. Thou lovest perfectly, that is thy bliss we must love like thee or our being miss so to love perfectly 
love perfect love love thee the ninth here is my heart o christ thou knowest i love thee but wretched is the thing i call my love o love divine rise up in me and move me i follow surely when thou first dost move to love the perfect love is primal mere necessity and he who holds life dear must love thee every hope and heart above the tenth might i but scatter interfering things questions and doubts distrusts and anxious pride and in thy garment as under gathering wings nestle obedient to thy loving side easy it were to love thee but when thou sendest me to think and to labor from thee wide love falls to asking many a why and how the eleventh easier it is but poorer were the love lord i would have me love thee from the deeps of troubled thought of pain of weariness through seeing wastes below billows above my soul should rise in eager hungering leaps through thorny thicks through sands unstable press out of my dream to him who slumbers not nor sleeps the twelfth i do not fear the greatness of thy command to keep hard open house to brother men but till in thy god's love perfect i stand my door not wide enough will open then each man will be love awful in my sight and open to the eternal morning's might each human face will shine my window for thy light the thirteenth make me all patience and all diligence patience that thou mayest have thy time with me diligence that i waste not thy expense in sending out to bring me home to thee what though thy work in me transcends my sense too fine too high for me to understand i hope entirely on lord with thy labor grand the fourteenth lest i be humble at the last and told that my great labor was but for my peace that not for love or truth that i been bold but merely for a present heart's release careful i humble me now before thy feet whatever i be i cry and will not cease let me not perish though favor be not meet the fifteenth for what i seek thou knowest i must find or miserably die for lack of love i justify thee what is in thy mind if it be shame to me all shame above thou knowest i choose it knowest i would not shove the hand away that stripped me for the rod if so it pleased my life my love made angry god the sixteenth i see a door a multitude near by in creed and quarrel sure disciplines all gladly they would they say enter the hall but cannot the stone threshold is so high from unseen hand full many a feeding crumb slow dropping over the threshold high doth come they gather and eat with much disputing hum the seventeenth still and anon a loud clear voice doth call make your feet clean and enter so the hall they hear they stoop they gather each a crumb oh the deaf people would they were all so dumb 
hear how they talk and lack of christ deplore stamping with muddy feet about the door and will not wipe them clean to walk upon his floor the eighteenth but see one comes he listens to the voice careful he wipes his weary dusty feet the voice hath spoken to him is left no choice he hurries to obey that only is meet low sinks the threshold leveled with the ground the man leaps in to liberty he's bound the rest go talking walking picking round the nineteenth if i thus writing rebuke my neighbour dull and talk and write and enter not the door then all the rest i wrong christ tenfold more making his gift of vision void and null help me this day to be thy humble sheep eating thy grass and following thou before from wolfish lies my life o shepherd keep the twentieth god help me dull of heart to trust in thee thou art the father of me not any mood can part me from the one the verily god when fog and failure over my being brood when life looks but a glimmering marshy clod no fire out flashing from the living god then then to rest in faith were worthy victory the twenty-first to trust is gain and growth not mere sown seed faith heaves the world round to the heavenly dawn in those whose great light the soul doth spell and read itself high-born its being derived and drawn from the eternal self-existent fire then mazed with joy of its own heavenly breed exultant humble falls before its awful sire the twenty-second art thou not jesus busy like to us thee shall i imagine as one sitting still ordering all things in thy potent will silent and thinking ever to thy father whose thought through thee flows multitudinous or shall i think of thee as journeying rather ceaselessly through space because thou everything dost fill the twenty-third that all things thou dost fill i well may think thy power doth reach me in so many ways thou who in one the universe dost blind passest through all the channels of my mind the sun of thought across the farthest brink of consciousness thou sendest me thy rays nor drawest them in when lost in sleep i sink the twenty-fourth so common are thy paths thy coming seems only another phase oft of my me but nearer is my eye o lord to thee then is my eye to what itself it deems how better than couldst thou o master come then from thy home across into my home straight over the marches that i cannot see the twenty-fifth marches twixt thee and me there's no division except the meeting of thy will and mine the loves that love the wills that will the same where thine meets mine in my life's true condition ye only there it burns with any flame thy will but holds me to my life's fruition o god i would i have no mine that is not thine the twenty-sixth i look for thee and do not see thee come 
if i could see thee twere a commoner thing and shallower comfort would thy coming bring earth sea and air lie round me moveless dumb never a tremble an expectant hum to tell the lord of hearts is drawing near lo in the looking eyes the looked-for lord is here the twenty-seventh i take comfort from my very badness it is for lack of thee that i am bad how close how infinitely closer yet must i come to thee ere i could pay one debt which mere humanity has on me set how close to thee no wonder soul thou art glad oneness with him is the eternal gladness the twenty eighth what can there be so close as making and made not wind can be so near thou art more nigh to me my god than is this thinking i to that i mean when i by me is said thou art more near me than is my ready will near to my love though both one place do fill yet till we are one ah me the long until the twenty-ninth then shall my heart behold thee everywhere the vision rises of a speechless thing a perfectness of bliss beyond compare a time when i nor breathe nor think nor move but i do breathe and think and feel thy love the soul of all the songs the saints do sing and life dies out in bliss to come again in prayer the thirtieth in the great glow of that great love this death would melt away like a fantastic cloud i should no more shrink from it than from the breath that makes in the frosty air a nimbus shroud thou love hast conquered death and i aloud should triumph over him with thy saintly crowd that where the lamb goes ever followeth end of april recording by nastasia